0: Welcome to the All About Life podcast, a podcast that explores topics relating to marriage, parenting, finances, and more. Created to help you and your family stay healthy and grow spiritually. Now for this month's episode, here's your host, Jared Stevens.
1: Well, welcome to another episode of All About Life. And as another holiday shopping season arrives, the wallet seems to get a little bit lighter. Well, in this episode, we're gonna be talking about all things money And our guest is a certified financial planner and financial counselor, Jim Sanders from Valley Christian Counseling. Jim, thanks so much for taking the time to talk with us about money today. Well, you're welcome. I'm glad to be here. So let's uh, just dive right in. I mean, it is the holiday season, and as they arrive, we find ourselves reaching for those credit cards just a little more often, don't we?
0: We sure do. Plastic is so much easier to spend than uh, real money. And, uh, you know, it's a holiday season. We have many gifts that we buy. It's a time of additional expenses. So yes, we kind of lean on the plastic a little bit more.
1: So as we pull out the uh, plastic and start using it, as you mentioned, it's easier to use those than cash. Uh, what are the best ways to handle our credit cards over the holidays? And even as uh, we move into 2021,
0: I always like to say that you should never spend more on your credit card than you can pay off in the next month. But one of the things you can do is instead of using five, six, seven, eight credit cards, focus on just one or two. It's easier to control, and it's easier knowing what you're doing. And also uh, try to, uh, you know, you don't always have to get the biggest or the best gift. Gifts are appreciated no matter who and what they are.
1: So what are some tips that uh, we can start even planning for as we move into the new year uh, for next Christmas, so we don't have to go to those cards. Uh, there's a lot of great options out there, isn't there?:
0: There sure is. I would recommend that uh, you know you could set aside uh, a small amount of each paycheck right now and so that by the time Christmas comes along next year, you would have extra cash to buy those gifts. Many uh, savings and loans and banks will have Christmas funds that you can use. If you don't want to use those, if you can set up your own savings account, that would also be good. But putting a little money away now, whether it's Five, ten, fifteen dollars—you know—in an eleven-month time, you've all of a sudden got enough to buy gifts for most of the relatives.
1: Our guest is uh, Jim Sanders, certified financial planner and financial counselor with uh, Valley Christian Counseling. Today, you guessed it—we're talking all about money. And uh, Jim, there are different types of uh, debt. There's uh, revolving debt. There's mortgage debt. There's secured debt. Uh, what are some of the the main differences uh, between each of them? And is there such a thing as good debt i've never heard that term before
0: yes there is such a thing as good debt but let's let's look at the different types of debt first revolving credit that is uh, uh, you could say it uh, is like with your credit cards you pay a certain amount on them and it goes back up and it's got a balance that you can go to even your your overdraft protection at a bank is a type of revolving credit So a revolving credit is basically our credit cards where the amount varies each month by what we pay. Mortgage debt is a debt that is literally for a piece of land or finance uh, home. Uh, Secure debt is anything that has collateral. That would be like a car loan. So you've got revolving credit. uh, There is no collateral. Mortgage debt, usually home, lake property. Secure debt, car, or large, something that the, somebody can uh, say that this is attached to the debt. Those are the main differences. But is there such a thing as a good debt? Well, good debt, that's a debt that provides a financial payoff. Now, let's think about that for a second. Borrowing money to remodel or buy a home, there's a financial payoff. There's That home is worth something in the future. or remodeling is going to increase the value. How about paying for education? That is going to make it so that uh, you may... Get more income, more knowledge. Again, there's a financial payoff to that. What about advancing your own career? You're currently a a CNA, and you want to go in and uh, take up nursing, uh, paying for that education. And buying a car. Without a car, we can't go to work. In this country, we're not going to get around far in the winter. There is a financial payoff on that. So, yes, there is good debt.
1: How much debt is, is too much? Well, if you...
0: Look at the standards and let's go from what the government says is too much. And if you take all your liquid assets and you divide that by all the monthly payments, you should not have debt ratio of more than 10%. Now, this doesn't include mortgage, of course. So, you know, you're sitting there saying, well, 10%, that's not very much. Well, that is very conservatively keeping you in the the area where you can pay off your debts each month. Now, if you add the mortgage, you shouldn't go much more of having all your debts to all your income, monthly income, and all the debts that you have to pay monthly, more than 36% of your take home pay.
1: What would we do then if we find ourselves kind of in over our heads when it comes to our debt? And what are some things that we can do? What are some red flags that we should be looking for? Help us out.
0: Well, one of the first things you should look for is okay, how did I get here? And usually it's I spent too much. And so, you got to cut back spending but many times that's hard to do and many times we don't recognize that we're not even in trouble some of the fl- red flags that uh, say people are starting to get into trouble is you're borrowing money from one credit card to pay off another credit card hmm. creditors of course are calling for payment asking why you're late you're paying only the minimum of credit cards whatever that might be how about uh, you're maxing out all your credit cards or you're borrowing from your credit cards to pay regular bills, like your utility bills. And of course, there's the obvious one, you're being turned down for credit. So when you start looking at uh, getting into debt for problem, is, this is a time that you should really sit down and analyze what is our income and what are we spending. You've got to take care of our needs or survival first, you know, housing, food, medical. But there's things that we spend money on day in and day out that we really don't need. Did we need that extra coffee? We went out to eat. Did we have to have the best meal on the menu? Or did we have to go out to eat? Or could we pack our own food? So there, there's many different things you can do. There's many different uh, signals that's going on. The trouble is, if you don't react fast enough, the problem gets worse and worse and worse. So, you know, you've got to look at debt as an obligation to pay at some time in the future the best way is to pay it as soon as possible.
1: So as we we talk about debt and and maybe there are people that are listening right now that are just completely uh, overwhelmed by their debt burden, where would a starting point be to try to tackle some of that? Uh, Would you start with one card and, you know, just really focus on that one, pay your minimums on the other ones. You've heard of the debt snowball, I'm sure Uh, kind of which way do you which way would you would you tell us to go?
0: The debt snowball is a very good way to go, uh, which means you take the card that is the lowest value with the highest interest rate uh, and uh, pay that off with five or ten dollars extra each month, keep trying to live within your means and as you pay off that one, apply the hundred percent of what you pay off to the next highest interest rate, lowest amount debt. That's one way. Another way is uh, wouldn't be afraid to get a second or a part-time job to help you get along. So you've got to handle this problem. And sometimes we have to cut back and literally reduce our wants to just needs. Do you have those extra items that you could sell and get rid of? Getting rid of debt is so freeing that it just uh, makes it so that uh, you can do so many more things. If you look at your cards, and I really suggest, look, look at your card statements. What are you paying for interest? And I think most people will find out they're paying 20% a year or 27%. I've even seen cards go as high as 33% interest a year. That means a $100 purchase paying the minimum. Then in two years, you've paid $200 for it. Why pay the the credit card companies for all that interest?
1: So let me ask you, would uh, bankruptcy ever be the right option?
0: There are times when bankruptcy may be the only option. Especially let's look at you've had heavy medical expenses or someone has been severely ill in your home. You've strapped all your accounts. You've given off everything you can, but you're still under that heavy burden of those medical bills. Then bankruptcy may be an option. You know, even the Bible, every seven years, debt was forgiven. So it's not like it's not something to shy away from, but it's something that I would uh, try every other avenue first before I go into that option. Let's face it, we incurred those bills and uh, we should try to pay back those bills.
1: Well, we're speaking with Jim Sanders, certified financial planner and financial counselor with Valley Christian Counseling today. And we're talking about uh, our finances. And uh, Jim, this idea of debt, it's more than just about owing money. It can disrupt so many different areas of your life, can it?
0: Absolutely. A lot of the people I see, when I start talking about them, I'll ask, you know, how are you doing?
1: They're, they're, they're sitting there and, well,
0: uh, I don't even know. And, you know, all of a sudden it becomes very obvious that they're ignoring their problem. Maybe they're depressed, can affect the family, can affect the person. It can be to the point where it can actually uh, stop you from going forward with an active lifestyle. So money, as it's looked upon... Can cause so many problems if we don't seem to have it under control.
1: So, as we as we look at uh, how it would affect our life, what does the Bible say when it comes to our money and debt, and uh, where does faith come in in this whole equation?
0: Well, maybe let's first start with the the, the concept that uh, I like to talk about, and that's Randy Alcorn's concept that we are just stewards of everything that we have, everything. God gave it to us to take care of. He didn't tell us that here it is, it's yours to keep forever. Well, we can't. God takes us home. So it's not ours. We're stewards. We should take good care of it. So biblically, I believe that uh, God gave us, we take care of it. But a couple of other things that uh, comes up is, you know, you look in Proverbs 22, 7, and it says, the rich man or the rich rule over the poor and the bower is a servant to the lender. You know, if we borrow money, we become a servant to that money and to the person that we borrow it from. They can demand to have their money whenever they want. So, you know, we got to be very, very careful of who, when, what, where uh, we borrow. Romans uh, chapter 13, verse 7. Give everyone what you owe him. If you owe taxes, pay taxes. If revenue, then revenue. If respect, then respect. If honor, then honor. Verse 8, let no debt remain outstanding except for the continuing debt to love one another. For he who loves his fellow man has fulfilled the law. So, you know, we got to look at this. uh, People say, well, does the Bible talk a lot about money? Well, actually, if you add up all the verses that talk about stewardship and money in the Bible, there is over 2,300 verses. That's more than the talk about faith and prayer. So, God knew that we um, need help in understanding what to do and take care of our debt and our money and who we owe and to make us good stewards. So, yes, the Bible says a lot about money.
1: So as we uh, work to recognize kind of where we're at and and getting out of debt takes work and uh, persistence. It doesn't happen overnight, does it?
0: No, it doesn't. You know, the first thing to getting out of debt is you have to realize that you got yourself into debt, so your lifestyle has to change. That's hard. And spending money can be an addiction almost. It can be a a comfort. And so not only you have to change lifestyle, but you also have to be accountable to what you're doing. I really suggest when I start to sit down with people is let's look at your income. Let's look at your budget. Then let's look at your expenses. How much are we short each month? And when we find out that there may be X number of dollars short, where can we cut to make the difference? It doesn't happen overnight. It is slow, but it can be done. We have walked many people out of debt and uh, they always come back and say, wow, it's really freeing. The other thing is we all have big expenses. Setting up a small reserve fund that you don't touch for anything but emergencies or large purchases, say a $1,000 or a month's pay in the savings account. Uh, You'd find that it takes all the pressure off making your bills if you have that little extra cash that you touch only in emergencies. So some of the things you can do, set up a small reserve fund. And what I tell people is uh, pay off as much debt as you can, maybe stick a little bit in this reserve fund each month to protect for unexpected expenses, that uh, car breaking down or whatever. That makes it easier in the long run, I had a young couple who was working to get out of debt, and uh, they set up this reserve fund, and they did. They had some emergency health matter problems. Their insurance paid a lot, but the deductible didn't pay. All of a sudden, they owed $1,500. They had 1200 put away in this little emergency fund, and they both called me and said, you know, it was really n- nice to have that $1,200. We still owe 300 But we don't feel like being pressed into the ground and paying our bills.
1: Now, if uh, people find themselves in that situation and they don't know where to go or how to start or or whatnot, how how do they get a hold of you and and say, hey, Jim, you got to help us here?
0: I'm at the Valley Christian Counseling Center and I'm available. You can set up an appointment with me and I'd be glad to talk. Sometimes people just wondering, uh, I'm going to buy this car. Should I buy it or lease it? Should I buy these, pay for these bills? What's the order I should pay? Sometimes they just need someone to uh, bounce it off and talk, talk about, or you're, let's say you're, you you are, you found out you're, you're in that trouble stage right now. I can at least give them some guidance. We can talk about it. You know, the financial industry has many different vehicles. Uh, that can help people out, or we can. Uh, we'll look at their taxes and see what we can do to increase uh, or decrease their taxes. Things that they're not thinking about. I'm available, and if someone wants to come and uh, talk or call me up, we'll see what we can help them out with.
1: I know we're just scratching the surface on on the topic of money. We hope that you'll come back and uh, visit us here on All About Life.
0: Well, I enjoyed talking to you, Jared. It's uh, it's something I've been doing for. Over 30 years. So it's, uh, I do live the way I, I preach or talk about. So being debt free is so free. Thank you for joining us today for the All About Life podcast, helping families stay healthy and grow spiritually. The All About Life podcast is a presentation of Life 97.9.